Another constitutional provision that you need to be aware of is Section 39 of the Constitution, right? And this particular provision advises courts as to how it is that courts are required to go about interpreting the Bill of Rights, okay? So, for instance, in our COVID legislation example, we have someone claiming that the right to uh, bodily integrity uh, is being violated by mandating that they vaccinate. In that particular instance, the court has to determine what does this right to uh, bodily integrity mean in the context of mandatory vaccination? The court has to come up with uh, what the content of the right means insofar as this particular illegal issue that the court is confronted with, right? Does it include a right to say no to the possibility of being vaccinated? Um, so now the court is faced with this problem and section 39 tells the court, okay, when you're wanting to interpret the right in the Bill of Rights, when you want to interpret the right to equality, when you want to interpret the right to bodily integrity, you must interpret that provision. You must give that provision meaning, right? Remember, someone will read a provision and the provision is open to more than one meaning. It can be ambiguous. Different meanings can be attached to the provision on the right to equality. They're telling the court, when you are going to give meaning to the right to equality, your interpretation of the right to equality in Section 9 of the Constitution must promote certain values that underlie um, our democracy, right? That underlie an open and democratic society. And that aligns with our founding values of dignity and equality and freedoms, right? So now the courts know, okay, we need to interpret the Bill of Rights and we need to do so in a manner in which we promote, right? We advance the particular values of human dignity and equality when we interpret the rights in the Bill of Rights. And when we're trying to make sense of the rights in the Bill of Rights, we must consider international law as a court. We must go and look what do the particular treaties say in so far as the right to bodily integrity is concerned when we want to interpret the meaning of the right to bodily integrity in our constitution, in section 12 of our constitution. And when we want to interpret the meaning of bodily integrity, we're interpreting the Bill of Rights. We can also look at foreign law. So in the case of Canada, does the right to bodily integrity include the right to say no if faced with a, a mandatory vaccine uh, possibility? Right. Let's go see what Canadian law says on the issue of their right to bodily integrity, if they have such a right. Let's go see what New Zealand has to say. So the courts, when undertaking an interpretive exercise, when trying to give meaning to all of these rights in Chapter 2 of our Constitution, interpreting the Bill of Rights, they must advance these values of human dignity and equality and freedom. They must consider international law and they may consider foreign law. Now, Section 39 of the Constitution also gives the court certain direction when it comes to interpreting any legislation. So not just Chapter 2 of the Bill of Rights, any legislation that the court interprets, right? And when it comes to uh, developing the common law, the customary law, to make sure that it is in line with the values of our constitution and it's in line with our constitution, the court, when interpreting legislation and when developing the common law and customary law, must promote the spirit and objects and the purpose of the Bill of Rights, okay? So must further the purpose and the objects and the spirit of the Bill of Rights. So a court, when interpreting legislation, they must interpret that legislation in a manner that's going to ultimately advance the rights in the Bill of Rights, right? That fulfills the spirit 
that advances the spirit of the rights in the Bill of Rights. And if the court is required to develop the common law, so we have the common law of, let's say, um, damages when somebody wants to claim damages against you. And let's say under South African law, let's uh, give an example uh, of perhaps damages can only be monetary and now the court wants to determine can damages also amount to an apology where the one party says, oh, I'm sorry that I did this to you. In that particular instance, the court's going to want to develop the common law and the court must develop in the, co the common law in a manner that furthers the spirit of the rights in the Bill of Rights. And that's what Section 39.2 of the Constitution says. Right. So Section 39.1 is about interpreting the rights in the Bill of Rights and Section 39.2 is about interpreting any other legislation and it's also about the court's um, responsibility to develop the common law, to develop customary law where it doesn't align with the Bill of Rights. Or in this particular instance, perhaps where, or sorry, not this particular instance, but in a particular instance where Perhaps the common law is deficient or customary law is deficient. The court needs to develop the, the particular common law, needs to develop the particular customary law so as to ensure that it aligns with the Constitution. So Section 39.1, it's about interpreting the Bill of Rights, Chapter 2 of the Constitution. And Section 39.2, it's about interpreting any other legislation and about developing the common law and customary law. And finally, Section 39.3 of the Constitution just essentially acknowledges that the Bill of Rights doesn't mean that any other rights that an individual has is suddenly taken away from them. If individuals have rights under the common law, if individuals have rights under customary law, if individuals have rights under legislation, they can still have those rights. They still do have those rights and they can still enjoy those rights, provided that those rights that they have under the common law or those rights that they have under customary law or the rights that they have under legislation does not conflict with the Constitution and is consistent with the Bill of Rights.